Ибада Аллах, иттакуллах, 
اتقوا الله فإن ربكم يذكركم بذلك في محكم التنزيل بعد أن أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم حيث يقول يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون We praise Allah and we send the best of peace and blessings upon our noble prophet Muhammad alayhi salatu wassalam. I remind myself and yourselves on this blessed day of Yawmul Jumu'ah to fear Allah. To fear Allah the way He should be feared. To fear Allah in the way we live, in the way we speak, in the way we act. And to fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the times that we live in as we are living in a very important time of the year. Allah reminds us of fearing Him in many ayat in the Qur'an. In one of them, He reminds us to fear Him when He says in the translation of the meaning, O you who believe, fear Allah the way He should be feared and do not die except in the state of submission to Him. We ask Allah that we die in the state. We ask Allah to make us live in the state. And we ask Allah to make us live for the sake of La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah and make the last words uttered upon our tongue before our souls leave our bodies Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah wa ashhadu anna Muhammadan Rasulullah Brothers and sisters Ramadan inshallah ta'ala will begin next week and Ramadan is a season from the seasons of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala creates means of expiation of sins for His servants so that they can meet Him either sinless or with much less sin than they have accumulated in this world. And this is why one of these seasons is Ramadan. But other than the Ramadan, we know that as the Prophet said, from Salah to Salah is an expiation for the sins between them, except for the great sins. And we know from Jumu'ah to Jumu'ah is an expiation between them. And from a Umrah to a Umrah is an expiation between them. And from a Hajj to a Hajj is an expiation between them. And also, he said, from Ramadan to Ramadan is an expiation for what is between them. Ramadan is not only an expiation for everything in between the Ramadan and the Ramadan before it, but it is also within it a means of mercy, a means of forgiveness, and a means of being freed from the hellfire. So on this day, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sincerely to make us from those who live to see this Ramadan. As we know, brothers and sisters, there are people attending Jumu'ahs today that will not make it to Ramadan. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give Ramadan to whom He pleases and will deprive it from those who He pleases. And this is the wisdom of Rabbil Alameen. Ramadan, above all things, is a means of attaining taqwa and fear of Allah. But it's also 
a time where our routines change. Ramadan is a time where we can change our routines so that they are more conducive to our well-being, whether it be mentally, physically, or spiritually. Ramadan is a time where addictions are dropped. Ramadan is a time where friendships are filtered. Ramadan is a time where connections with Allah are made more than they were previously. Ramadan is a time of detox. You know how our bodies need a detox every now and then. We consume and consume and consume, and we don't know what, st what stays inside the body. All these toxins, all these fatties, uh, fatty food, trans fats and whatnot. We need, to, we need to let it go, right? The bodies need a detox. Even our devices and the things that we have, our cars, you, we can't just leave them on. Our phones, we have to turn them on, re turn them off and restart them every now and then. Our computers, our machines, if we work in factories, right? Everything needs a restart. And when it restarts, it comes back stronger and it works more efficiently. Ramadan is exactly that for the soul. Ramadan is a time of detox. Ramadan is a time of a restart. Ramadan is the time to get rid of bad habits, to replace them with better ones. Ramadan is a time to end bad routines that we developed throughout the year, break them, create new routines, and then persist with better routines for the future. But it is unfortunate, brothers and sisters, that there are people amongst us that wasted this Ramadan coming up before it even started. And the question here is, can Ramadan be wasted? Or can someone waste Ramadan before Ramadan even comes? There's one week left. Yet there are some amongst us that have wasted it. We seek refuge in Allah from being amongst those. Ameen ya Rabbil Alameen. Can Ramadan be wasted before it even begins? Before the Hilal is seen? Before the month enters? Before the shayateen are tied? Before the mercy and the forgiveness of Allah are bestowed? Yes, there are people that waste it. How? Ramadan is wasted by those who don't prepare for it before it even begins. Ramadan is wasted by those who still do not see it as a means of change of their lifestyle from now. Ramadan is wasted by the person who does not see it as a means of ending bad habits and starting new, new ones that are better. Ramadan is wasted by those who do not enter it with the intent to change, with the intent to transform, with the intent to connect with Allah in a way that they never connected before. It is a waste. Ramadan is a waste to those who enter this blessed month of Qur'an, the month where the Qur'an was completely revealed to Jibreel and reviewed by the Prophet two times. 
special month of the Qur'an. But it is wasted by who? The one who decides to brush up on their reading of the Qur'an skills the first day of Ramadan. It's too late. It's too late to brush up on your Arabic and your reading and build your stamina of reading the Qur'an on the first day of Ramadan. This is a waste. It's a waste for the one who does not fix their work schedule so that they can make Salatul Taraweeh, so that they can make as many salawat as they can in the masjid in jama'ah so that they can make time for themselves to read Qur'an, to connect to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so that they can do i'tikaf on the last 10 days of Ramadan. It's a waste for those who think about their work schedule in Ramadan on the first day of Ramadan. It is a waste. It is a waste for that person. It's a waste. And it didn't even start. It's a waste for the person who is addicted to coffee and cannot function without coffee or tea or caffeine of any sort. And they wait until the first day of Ramadan to wean themselves off. And then rather than them spending time in dhikr, in reading Qur'an, in reflecting, in introspecting, in building their connections, reaching out to their kinship and doing as many good deeds as they can, they waste it having migraines and headaches and feeling exhausted and fatigued because of their lack of caffeine fix. They couldn't get it in. It's a waste. So Ramadan preparation begins now. We start weaning ourselves now. We mentally, physically, emotionally prepare ourselves for it right now. Or else it's too late. Or else it's over. It's too late and it is wasted by the person who cannot live without having lunch in the middle of the day. And then they decide to fast for the first time in a whole year on the first day of Ramadan. And that first day of Ramadan, which is what? It's 130th of the month or 129th of the month. And guess what? That whole day is wasted in exhaustion, in thinking of food, in daydreaming of what type of samosas and kataif and knaf are going to be made for iftar. It's a waste for that person. They should overcome that long before the first day of Ramadan. The first day of Ramadan should be a time a person's ready. Like, all right, I already fasted, I got over that, I've been changing my, my food schedule my caffeine fix, I'm reducing it slowly so that when I get to Ramadan, that's it, I'm ready. I'm ready to grind. I'm ready to compete. وَسَارِعُ وَسَابِقُ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us to compete for good. It's a competition. Person doesn't go to a race unless they stretch, unless they run, they get their, they get their heart beat up, they get ready, right? They don't just have anything for breakfast and then the first day they stand in a race having donuts and coffee for breakfast. They didn't stretch for six months. They didn't run for a year. And then the first day, like they stand in this competition, they're like, Yalla, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to grind. No. No. That setting, that person is setting themselves up for failure. 
And likewise is the person who does not prepare for Ramadan before it even begins. Ramadan is also, and this is a very important point, Ramadan is also a waste for the one who does not fix their sleep schedule so that it's conducive of ibadah during the month of Ramadan. If a person has to sleep after Maghrib every day, then you need to learn, you need to start pushing it later and later so that you can make it to Salat al-Taraweeh, so that you can worship Allah, so that you can pray Qiyam. A person that always sleeps through suhoor and praise Fajr late. No, it's the time now to start sleeping a bit early so that you can wake up and have a bite to eat for a suhoor before, before Fajr. Because the Prophet ﷺ told us, تَسَحَّرُوا فَإِنَّ فِي السُّحُورِ بَرَكَةً Have suhoor because there is barakah in it. That's going to give you the energy and that's going to give you the, the blessings throughout the day. It's also a waste for the person who continues to follow the same toxic social media accounts that they followed outside of Ramadan, during Ramadan. The same bad images, the same bad video feeds that they get, whether it's Instagram or TikTok or whatever it is, continue to follow the same people, continue to have that same bad habit during Ramadan, it's a waste. So what do we do now? We start right now. Unfriend, unfollow, right? Unlike, do whatever, but get that negative feed out of your life before Ramadan because it is only going to debilitate you during Ramadan. It's going to stop you from attaining the taqwa. Did you know that these a'mal as-saliha are given to the one who is striving for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-Ankabut, وَالَّذِينَ جَاهَدُوا فِينَا لَنَهْدِيَنَّهُمْ سُبُلَنَا And the ones who are striving for our sake are the ones that will be guided to our path. So if you want to be guided to the right action, you want to be guided to the action that will maximize your reward on the Day of Judgment, you want to be guided to the action that perhaps will be the sole reason Allah saves your neck from the hellfire, then strive. Strive for His sake. Let go of things that you are clinging to. Start dropping addictions. Start unfriending, unfollowing. Clean your feed in the social media. If there's a group of people around you that are surrounding you that are just toxic, sitting down with them cannot come out without sin of some sort. It's either gossip, backbite, slander, talk ill, you know, curse, negative language, always bad jokes. These people, they could be your relatives, they could be your close relatives, they could be friends that you knew your whole life. It is time to distance yourself. Why? For the sake of Allah, for the sake of your salvation. It is what will bring you life. It's not for them. Do not be shy in trying to attain Jannah. Because on the Day of Judgment, Wallahi, that person 
that you say, well, uh, you know, I can't leave that person. It's my friend. I know he's toxic or she's toxic. It's always gossip and backbite and slander and bad jokes and curse words and, and whatnot. But you know what? They're, they're my friends. Wallahi, they're not going to be your friends Yom Al-Qiyamah. I swear by Allah, on the day of judgment, they're going to run away from you. I swear by Allah, they're going to look at you and they're going to be naked and you will as well. And they will turn their faces from you and say, my action, my action. And you will be nothing to them on that day where the only light is going to be the light of your a'mal, your righteous deeds that you acquired in this dunya. So why be shy? from the forgiveness of Allah. Why not sacrifice for one month in order to attain Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's taqwa, his fear, so that we can learn patience, so that perhaps we can be from the utaqa' min al-nar. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa said, every Ramadan, there are people that are utaqa'. These utaqa' meaning Allah will save their necks from the hellfire. Meaning, they were destined and decreed prior to that Ramadan to be in the hellfire. But in that Ramadan, Allah chooses to make them from the ones who go straight to Jannah. No hellfire. We ask Allah to be from amongst them. We ask Allah to be from amongst them. Brothers, sisters, the time for change is now. From today. Let's not say tomorrow. Let's not leave this khutbah and drive home and do the same stuff we were doing before. Let us think, okay, what routines should I change? What caffeine should I reduce? Should I stop having lunch in the middle of the day? Yes, stop. Anything that's close. Even fast a little bit. Fast one or two days. Fast Monday and Thursday just to train yourself. So that it's not a shock when you start Ramadan. Pick up the Qur'an. Read so that on the first day of Ramadan, you're ready to do at least one khatma, if you can. At least finish the Qur'an once. That's what the ulama said, a bare minimum is one time in Ramadan. The bare minimum. So we must train ourselves. We must connect to Allah from now. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from those who establish this, this connection. We ask Allah to forgive us and to have mercy on us. Ibadallah aqulu ma sami'tum wa astaghfirullah li wa lakum fastaghfiruhu innahu huwa al-ghafurur rahim. الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين سيدنا محمد الصادق الوعد الأمين وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين Brothers and sisters The times The times change And the clock continues to turn And the days pass and the minutes pass. And with the days and the minutes that pass, a part of us passes as well. The ulama, one of the ulama in the past, he said, إِنَّمَا أَنْتَ سَاعَاتٌ وَثَوَانِ said, you, O son of Adam, you're only composed of hours and minutes and seconds. فَإِذَا ذَهَبَ 
يومك ذهب بعضك if one of your days passes then a part of you ceases to exist you're done and i always tell the shabab that attend my halaqa on saturday mornings we tell them imagine you look in the mirror and you have a board on top of your head a countdown and it has the exact number of years months weeks days hours minutes seconds that you're going to live and it's counting down wallahi we'll go into we'll make wudu and we'll look we're like oh man man it just went down five minutes i'm much oh it just switched a whole day it's a whole day less now we'll be so conscious of of our of our days that are passing is it any different is it any different but guess what times are not all the same although time is one a month is a month but a month in ramadan is not a month outside of ramadan a month in ramadan is not a month outside of ramadan the same way a month uh, uh, an hour taking your mcats or your sats or a major board exam for for your medical studies it's not the same as one hour sitting on the beach or the same as one hour sitting at home on the comfort of your couch no yes they're all 60 minutes it's 60 minutes it's one hour but this hour is of grave importance and the other hour perhaps is not and likewise the month of ramadan is very important and we must treat it like that because our salvation our jannah it lies on this and we have to treat it that way and approach it that way brothers and sisters this past week allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed me in a group of of youth from epic and outside as well to do a umrah and alhamdulillah rabbil alamin we went and we came back and one of the brothers that was with us he was making dua for his marriage to be completed as he's been engaged he's been married and he's just waiting for his wedding subhanallah and i saw him making tawaf and making dua for him and his spouse and he made dua that allah enters him and his spouse into jannah al-firdaus he was looking forward to ramadan with his wife who he did not wed with yet but he was married to he was looking forward to days where he would break the fast with her but allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's decree was that she passed away a few days ago in a car accident due to a tornado on her way back home after seeing him and surprising him when he came back from umrah ya ikhwan when he was making dua for her ramadan is a couple of weeks away the last thing in his mind was that he will not spend the ramadan with his wife who was young 
perhaps in her early 20s still, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive her, have mercy on her, and enter into Jannatul Firdaus. But she did not get to Ramadan with him. We do not know who is going to make it and who is not. But what we do know is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is al-hakam al-adil, Allah is the just. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, although He took her life and decreed for her life to end before Ramadan, but she died in a way that according to the sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, she will be accounted as a martyr bi azza wa jal. She was in the state of travel. Her husband made dua for her. In Mecca, two days before that, and the Prophet said, the one who dies in a crash like that is considered a type of a martyr. We ask Allah to give her the reward of martyrdom. And we ask Allah to make this brother patient. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make this Ramadan a means of extra patience and steadfastness that Allah will cast in his heart to make his family patient. And we ask Allah to give shifa to her family who are all with her. Her mother, her father, and her three siblings who are all in critical condition in the hospital. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give them shifa. Ameen ya rabbil alameen. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from those brothers and sisters who enter Ramadan taking heed of it, taking advantage of it, and those who seek Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's forgiveness and attain it in Ramadan. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to show us the straight path. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to guide us to Him. We ask Allah to make this Ramadan a Ramadan that's transformational for us. A Ramadan where we end every bad habit we have. A Ramadan where we end every bad routine. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make this Ramadan a Ramadan where Allah looks at us and saves our necks from the hellfire. We ask Allah to forgive us. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive us. Ibadallah, inni da'in fa'aminu. Allahumma aghfir lana dhunubana wa israfana fi amrina wa thabbit aqdamana wa ansurna ala al-qawm al-kafirin. Allahumma aj'al al-hayata ziyadatan lana fi kulli khayr. Waj'al al-mawta rahatan lana min kulli shar. Allahumma aghfir lana hazlana wa jiddana wa khata'ana wa amdana wa kullu thalika indana. Allahumma harril masjid al-aqsa ya rabbil alameen. Allahumma أرنا مسجد الأقصى محررا عاجلا غير آجلا يا رب العالمين اللهم كن لإخواننا المستضعفين في كل مكان اللهم كن لإخواننا المستضعفين في كل مكان كن لهم عونا ونصيرا ومؤيدا وظهيرا اللهم يا رب العالمين أكس عار المسلمين وأطعم جائع المسلمين وعاف مبتلى المسلمين وداوي جرح المسلمين آمين يا رب العالمين عباد الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربة وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون اذكروا الله العظيم يذكركم واشكروه على نعمه يزدكم ولذكر الله أكبر والله يعلم ما تصنعون وأقم الصلاة الله أكبر الله أكبر أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حي على الصلاة حي على الفلاح 
قد قامت الصلاة قد قامت الصلاة الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله استووا استووا اعتدلوا سووا الصف إخواني in the back إن شاء الله you can move in there's plenty of space in the main musalla إن شاء الله تعالى اقبلوا على الله بقلوب خاشعة الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين آمين والعصر إن الإنسان لفي خسر إلا الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات وتواصوا بالحق وتواصوا بالصبر الله أكبر بسم الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين قل هو الله أحد الله الصمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا أحد الله أكبر
بسم الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله Quick announcements, inshallah, for everybody before you leave. Uh, tonight, inshallah, we have a very special program for the whole community starting at Maghrib all the way till after Isha, inshallah. It's going to be for youth, different ages, and also for, uh, for the older, like everybody in the community, basically. And we have a panel talk right after Isha as well with all the shuyukh, with Dr. Yasser, Ustad Bajur, and Imam Nadim, and myself, inshallah ta'ala. So please attend that. Uh, we also have the Terbiya program. I know we didn't have it the past two weeks. We have it today. It's from Asr until Maghrib. So from 6 to 7.45 is the Terbiya program for 3rd to 8th grade boys and girls, inshallah. So make sure you come out for that. We're going to play a Kahoot game. It's going to be very fun, inshallah ta'ala, so they can learn about Ramadan and whatnot. Another important announcement is that next week, we are going to start to have three khutbahs for high school, middle and high school students in the area, inshallah. I know they come out of school around 4 o'clock, 4.10, 4.15, some of them. Uh, we're going to have a khutbah that starts at 4.15, that's designated just for them. And even the topics of those khutbah, inshallah, are uniquely designed for that audience, inshallah, as well. So please make sure you let whoever is not here today, if you have your son or your nephew, your niece, whoever it is, your daughter, Inshallah, make sure they know, they know so they can come to the khutbah next week at 4.15. Bi-idhnillahi ta'ala. Jazakumullah khair. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Oh yeah.